looking good, Italian job. Feeling good, Tommy. Boy, how are you, my friend? Uh, I am very well. Any day north of topsoil is a good day. Uh, speaking of being north of topsoil and in the sunshine, you're looking awfully uh, sun-kissed, my friend. I would imagine <laughs> that you've got some more stories to tell about uh, Sandlot Jacks. Heck yeah, man. So uh, sun-kissed was the one way to say it. I would say bruised and battered and more, you know, that's the color you're seeing is what happens when my bruises start to finally fade away. They turn this yellow color. So <laughs> it's not jaundice. It's not sun-kissed. It's more like bruises. But yeah, man, we just got back from uh, from the Sandlot Jacks, and I had the uh, the honor to spend the weekend with Dark Helmet and Slaughter and Bones. We rode down together, and uh, we got down there on Friday evening, listening to some awesome keynote speakers. And then on Saturday, we started with a boot camp. The Jacksonville Packs uh, put it on for us, and uh, Slaughter and Dark Helmet, you know, really brought it down. Brought brought a great workout. Um, all that stuff's on Facebook Live. If anybody wants to see it, we recorded a lot of it. And then we followed it up by going into Sandlot Jacks. We uh, we ran through the Savage Race obstacle course. We did some rogue fitness, pick things up, put things down type work. Uh, we also did the, uh, we listened to a lot of our guest speakers, including Dark Helmet. And that's on, on uh, Facebook as well, if you want to take a listen. And uh, it was kind of choose your own adventure. You, uh, you joined in on different um, rucks around the town, did some, uh, did some scavenger hunt type rucks. We did a... Re, uh, a redo of the very first Grow Rock event down in Jacksonville. We uh, did a little bar crawl from there. And uh, on Sunday morning, we watched the Go Ruck games and seeing some elite, elite athletes. I mean, you think about it, and let's say in your region, you're in the top 25% fitness. You go down to an event like this, and you might be in the bottom 25%. <laughs> um, but I will tell you this, TV. It was the best festival, best event I've ever attended. It was well worth the price of admission. Um, I felt completely safe that I could put down my ruck with all my gear, my phone, my wallet, my plates, everything, set it down on the ground and not worry about anything happening to it. Um, high impact people from across the country. We met people from Montana. We, uh, we got the F3 word out there to a lot of folks who had never heard of F3. But then again, if you see a group of guys walk around in black F3 shirts, someone's going to say, hey, what's F3? Dark Helmet did a great job describing F3, what it's all about, why we do what we do. Um, I, this is a long-winded way of me saying next year when this thing goes live, which will be April again, Next year, you've got to sign up. The guys have got to sign up. For us to show up in, in a big crowd, it was phenomenal. Top-notch. Can't wait to do it again. I would go back this weekend if it was happening again. Yeah, the media that was put out by you guys, and, and, and especially Go Ruck, um, lived up to everything. Well, exceeded the expectations, but lived up to their uh, I, I would put, I'll just say a hashtag because it's a hashtag out there, but miles and smiles. Those photographs went on for miles and all you saw were smiles. Uh, yeah. Define the culture of what Grow Ruck, uh, what Go Ruck is, what F3 is about is fellowship, fitness, getting after it, doing hard things. Um, you know, while the rest of the world is scratching and clawing to achieve the status quo of Google Five Star, you know, by just being really good people, Go Ruck and F3 are are superseding all expectations of what is possible. Uh, absolutely. Just building better people. Well, listen, yep. we've got a few bullet points before we get into our guest today who I'm, I'm fired up about. Um, I'll hand it to you. I know you just dropped as we record this on Friday, the News of the Nation. Anything there that you want to pull out to make sure that guys are aware of? 
Yes. Yeah, so the news of the nation, we had our standard pieces in there, our expansion. We added four new regions. Uh, there's also the Grow Ruck events that are upcoming. This weekend is Tennessee. Next uh, weekend is or the 13th through the 15th of May is going to be in northwest Arkansas. These are things you've heard about, but there's one piece, and I like to say it's above the fold. It's the very first thing you see when you when you open up that email, and it's a recording from the Nantan call that was held last Friday, and it's Slaughter, and it's Slaughter giving a challenge, and I it was something I personally needed to hear, and a lot of folks that heard it said, yeah, that, that was exactly what we needed, and I'm calling it the Slaughter Challenge, and what it is is Slaughter basically saying, guys, we've... Uh, We've gotten a little bit soft in our approach to our fitness. We're not saying that the fellowship and the faith have gotten soft. What we're saying is instead of accelerating to the next level and, uh, and pushing ourselves, we've watered down the workouts to the point that some guys are really not getting a workout or they are checking the box of I got up, I hung out with my buddies, but they're not doing the hard thing. They're not doing the full reps. There's 20 burpees called and they stop about number 12 or there's, 20 Merkins called in cadence and guys go to their knees way before they should. And, you know, when you're part of a go ruck or a grow ruck event, at some point, your mind is going to tell you, you cannot do this anymore. You, you, you're done, but your body can go further than that. So the challenge that slaughter put out there, and, and I'm, I'm really not giving it the uh, level that it deserves. Listen to it. It's about a five minute video. It's, it's not even a video. It's just audio um, that you can listen to, but it may, I want to be very candid, it may piss you off, but it may spur you to do the hard thing. And that's kind of what we're talking about today is being ready for, for what life brings to you. And it's doing that hard thing now in preparation for the next hard thing. So with that, I'm going to toss it back to you and, uh, and see if you have any words before uh, you introduce our, our uh, special guest today. Yeah, uh, just how much that I appreciate Slaughter's comments, because I remember when I attended Grow Ruck 17, which is in the Sandhills, um, I had I had mastered F3, right? I'd done the hard stuff. I'd ran BRR. I'd ran P200. Uh, I'd done a Go Ruck event leading up to that. I could hide in any workout you could throw at me. And that's not a brag. That's a shameful statement. I know how to hide in the workout. I know exactly where to be, where I wouldn't be called out or spotted if I needed to be. Uh, and I knew when to step up, step up to the front for, for the accolades. Right. And that's, that's just a, a, a bad place to be. So when you're talking about Slaughter's comments and his comments, when I listened to them really resonated. Um, so smash cut to Grill Rock 17 and uh, out of the gloom steps, this dude uh, who was one of our cadre that day. Uh, it was, it was uh, shredder and cadre DS and uh, cadre dread that evening. Uh, and immediately you knew who was in charge when in charge, take charge. Uh, and in the middle of the muck, uh, we had been wet. We'd carried heavy things. We were expected to put together a contraption to carry a, a, a metric butt ton of gear. Uh, and our team failed miserably. And in three words, Cadre DS changed my entire outlook on not just my personal fitness, but why I was even doing what I was doing. Uh, and he said, be an asset, be an asset. So without further ado, I know this is the first time you're meeting him too, uh, Italian job. Let me give a quick rundown of this dude. So Cadre DS, also known as Dan Skidmore, also known in F3 uh, parlance as Little Spoon, Air Force Special Forces. He's a gym owner. He's a business owner. He's a, a global hotelier. He's a student of jujitsu. He's a husband, a dad. Again, Dan Skidmore, Cadre DS, Little Spoon, welcome to Stuff Worth Trying, my friend. 
Well, that was a great way to butter me up because I was actually kind of pissed off at uh, what Italian job was saying. Um, man, you got you got me fired up, and uh, we, and we definitely need to tear this thing apart and. Uh, and I hope we can get something out of it. Well, Stuff Worth Trying came out of the whole concept of uh, there's things happening across as we expand. You know, Go Ruck has already dominated the global scene. We're now growing. We're in five countries. We want to make sure that we're, we know that what the guys are doing in F3 uh, Africa are happening in F3 uh, Golden Coast, right? So we want to make sure that we're sharing ideas when it comes down to the Nantan putting out the challenge to stop being soft and get after it. Uh, you were the guy that came to mind. Uh, if, if guys have not listened to pick up the six conversation with Cadre DS, highly recommend that combo with he and Hello Kitty. Um, but before we dive into that, my friend, uh, how long have you been doing F3 and who EH'd you? Uh, since I, I believe the year was 2018, uh, I started, I, you know, kind of knew about it. Uh, the, my first intro was at the first go ruck event that I ever did, uh, as a, as a, like assistant cadre, it was there in Charlotte, North Carolina. So, you know, the boys brought it hard. Uh, they've yep. got a great, they've got a great crew there. Uh, and I didn't really know what the, you know, the black shirt with the F3 in the center of the chest was all about, but I soon learned. And, uh, and it was something that I wanted to be a part of. Uh, it wasn't until, the HTL that we ran, uh, it was Kadra Heath and myself. And man, it was a, a really fun time. Uh, again, challenge training and test those guys. And, uh, in the middle of the night in a breaking and entering operation into, uh, I believe it was UNC, uh, lacrosse field where they weren't even done with construction. And we found ourselves in there in the middle of the night doing PT and, uh, you know, told a little story and the dudes hooked me up with, uh, the name so i love it now man i dig it well uh i do want to go back i kind of set the tone again uh you had said it to me uh, and the whole group and from that moment things just kind of clicked but it was a simple statement just be an asset um a lot of times i think about our credo which is uh, leave no man behind but leave no man where you found him so be an asset to me resonated in such a way as no matter where you are what your ability is find a way to put that to use for the betterment of the team uh you know or or even uh, briefly said it's not about you uh be an asset uh we're you know we call it purpose we call it that we're our dolphin and daffodil meet the d2x um where did be an asset come into your vernacular well uh it was actually uh the opposite for me so you know, I was 21 years old on a jump trip down to Key West and I was definitely drinking too much and kind of showing my ass. And one of my best friends looked at me and said, Hey man, like you're becoming a liability. Mm. And, and that hit me like right in the chest. And it was like, you know, the opposite of exactly what you want to do. Um, and you know, I thought that was like the thing at the time is like, Hey, we, we work hard, we party hard, but if you can't control yourself and like, if you show up, if you're a liability to the team, then it's even worse. And so, you know, we want to strive to be an asset and you should, no matter what you're doing, find work in whatever Avenue that is. And so like, you know, in terms of a, a go ruck event, like even if you can't carry the heavy weight, do something, do something to, to be a better leader or a better follower if you're not in that leadership position. But I mean, it all started with the opposite of that. And I'm, I'm not proud of that, but uh, you know, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Italian job. In the words of Coach Lasso, uh, congratulations. You both just met a cool person. Uh, you, got you got that for, right. What you got for Cadre DS? You know, uh, I love the, the concept of being an asset um, because let's be honest, how many times in society do we look around 
and realize that we're full of liabilities. Um, how many times are you part of a group where you look around and say, nothing's getting done. No one's doing the hard thing. No one's willing to step forward. Uh, I just love that concept. As a matter of fact, um, that was something that Dark Helmet was telling us this week, and he's got the ruck on his on his rucksack. It's the be an asset um, patch on the back of his on his ruck. So, you know, we kind of talked about the be an asset. I, I do want to know though. You're a fit guy. Clearly, you're a fit guy. Have you always been kind of you know fit? Were you big in the sports? Younger? How did you get to your stage? And kind of what brought you into uh, into service? Um, where you became more of an asset and less of a liability. Yeah. So in school, uh, all the way through high school, I played basketball, uh, ran track and cross country, dabbled in other sports, played a little soccer. And, uh, so my fitness was always huge to me, right? I wanted to take care of that side so that when it came to the, the game day or the objective or the hard thing that I, that the physical element was taken out of it. So I could focus more mentally on whatever challenge we had. And so as that kind of manifested itself through air force training and like the air traffic control, that was probably the hardest test for me. Cause you're learning about this 4d environment where there's aircraft moving in you're trying to sequence these guys like i didn't have time to worry about if my body wasn't holding up correctly and so that became huge for preparation get as physically ready as you can so that whatever mental challenge you have is it, that's what you can focus on and man that goes right into what you're saying it's like staying hard right toughening up because if you're worried about that extra 10 20 pounds that you're carrying around that becomes a liability uh, for the, for not just yourself, but also the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, uh, it's just the phrasing, you know, we're, we're all in some way, shape or form men of business, right. Whether it's a side hustle or it's our main focus. And you, when you hear that word in a business context, you know, you're in trouble. And for some reason, there's a, there's a breakaway when the, when the, uh, when the, the, the tie comes off and we don't hear be an asset or you don't hear you are a liability. Um, but that's the honest truth. The definition of the word doesn't change just because we're clocked in or clocked out um well it's like it's like strength strengths and weaknesses right we all have them and and you can identify how your weaknesses make you a liability i have them still to this day and i'm constantly trying to work on those so you can you can narrow that gap to where like it's like insurance right i mean what's your what's your risk what's your liability and if you can view everything you do in that way well then you're just tightening up the shock group and you're becoming harder to kill and a better man for your team yeah. Yeah. And you have a, you have a much more realistic take on what our, what our overall mission is, which is to leave things better than we found it. Right. And, uh, and, and if we're coasting through and we hear the words, what are your strengths and weaknesses? And we go, Oh gosh, not this conversation. That's the, the absolute wrong approach. Um, mm-hmm. you're, obviously your weakness is you want, you want to run from the reality. Uh, and when, when we're talking here today about running towards the reality, right. And, and figuring out what that is and how to be, uh, how to be ready for whatever, you know, and you talk about ready for whatever fitness dread has mentioned being gas station or sheets ready and his latest, uh, uh, minivan centurion, uh, writings and musings. Um, how do you define ready for whatever fitness? Oh, well, it speaks for itself. You hate to give the definition inside the definition, but <laughs> well, like, pre- prepared for the unknown, uh, because one day it could be, you know, a fitness 
challenge one day. It could be hanging out on vacation uh, or, you know, a vacation can turn into hell pretty quickly, right? You could be stuck in Barcelona and have to ruck with your wife through an angry mob who's thrown a, a hate, you know, crazy situation. And you got to get back to the airport because your flight's at, at 11 p.m. This happened to me uh, with my wife in Barcelona. And, you know, if, if, if I wasn't prepared to do that, if she wasn't prepared to do that, well, it could have been a bad day and stuck in a city where we didn't know what was going on. Um, but man, like you never know what's going to be around the next corner. And I, I love the gas station ready thing. Uh, a, a great follow on Instagram is jailhouse strong. And that's one of their hashtags. Uh, and, and they're, you know, high impact men, big, strong guys. And, uh, and so that's huge. You never know who's going to come up to you and start some trouble. We can't control that because the bad guy controls the win, the where, and the intensity of the fight. And so being prepared for that situation, I think is incredibly important. And that's like the worst case, right? You take it a couple of layers back and then it becomes exponentially easier to manage. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love that philosophy. You know, I've heard Dredd say, you know, we're preparing for the future hard thing. And sometimes that means we're working out in the morning so we can carry the family's bags at Disney World you know, or load the car up or carry these things. But how often, and we see this all the time, when the bullets start flying and shit is going down, people all of a sudden, they clam up. They don't know what to do. And people, people just pause. They stop and that'll kill you. So being ready, it's one of those things. My wife tells me, you see, you're always on. It's just your, your eyes are looking around. I'm like, just in case, because if something goes down, it's time for us to get out. And I'm always looking for the exits. I'm always looking to move on. And I kind of look at that as being gas station ready or being ready for what could go wrong. Because if it starts, something does go wrong, I don't want to pause. And now my family's in danger. And just like you said, it's sometimes it's throwing the, the, the weight on the back and saying, let's go. Let's drop that shoulder and let's go. Um, I'd much rather be moving towards something than a sitting duck uh, when something goes down. Yeah, that awareness piece is huge, as well as stress inoculation, right? It's very easy to, to freeze uh, in that fight or flight situation. You don't want to be ca caught there in the middle. And the best way I've found to do that and for training is to put yourself in those little situations. Go Ruck events do a really good job of that. Um, fighting does a really good job of that. And then just like running through scenarios in your mind. You can't always be in that like high state of red zone because it just doesn't work right and you become that like crazy situation we've all been there uh where we're too hyper alert but putting yourself in some dangerous situations and then learning how you deal with it right the first time you have blood on your hands shouldn't be the first time you have blood on your hands right mm -hmm. and so stress inoculation in training is huge and, and so what you're talking about with the the f3 guys getting soft in the mornings like if it's getting too easy cranking it back up in a professional manner because anybody can write a workout that's going to break everybody and nobody and guys aren't going to want to return, but we have to find what hits that stimulus so that guys can continue to grow and, and sharpen the blade. Cause man, you can't sharpen like, man, if I'm trying to sharpen my knife, like I can't use something dull. Right. But mm -hmm. if I, it's too hard, then it, then it takes the edge away. And so that's we have really to find point. that. Yeah, man, that, that balance there where, yes, it's hard, it's doable, but holding yourself accountable uh, because that's what, you know, man, that's what it's all about for the guys is somebody, and it could just be one person that says, hey, man, you need to go back and, and rehack those reps before you get in the car. Yes, we know you got the rest of your day, 
or it's it's some kind of penalty throughout the day where man maybe the guy like at max failure 20 push-ups is too much 12 is enough and uh and so throughout the day throw those challenges down and say all right man you missed out well now it's four times the amount of push-ups mm. throughout the day that you have to make up on because of that deficiency and and it'll make it more manageable yeah, I heard someone say this the other day that I loved. He said, don't modify. He said, you can modify the exercise, but don't modify the effort, which I love that. Yeah. Hey, man, I can't I can't do 100 burpees in a row. All right. So do 100 pushups. I can't do 100 pushups in a row. Well, I'm going to do as many as I can. If that means I need to switch something, I'm not quitting. I'm just going to modify the exercise, but not the effort. I'm still going to put the effort in. I feel like there's a piece of that that permeates professional life, permeates family life. It's do the best you can put the effort in, even if you don't think that you can do it. I mean, Kajari Diaz, you probably see it in every one of these go ruck events where guys think I'm done. I, I, I am, I'm past the point. I can no longer go any further yet with other guys around them with that push they find that extra gear. They find that extra strength deep inside. Um, and, and, and I'm sure you probably have seen that. So, you know, I'm probably putting you on the spot on this one, but is that a pretty common occurrence when, when things get really tough that we kind of, we, we think we're done and then we can find that strength? It absolutely is. And I think that that's the, that's the hard part in being a cadre is, judging that level of effort right are you really putting out or are you just making the sounds like you're trying really hard and trying to get through it um so so gauging that within the team and the group i know for me like it, sometimes you got to break up that effort right break up hard things and even like when i'm having hard discussions with my wife i'm like all right time out let's put that in a box let's come back to it we've made it a certain amount of time takes a slight time out and then reapproach with the same intensity at trying to solve the problem. Um, and so I've, I've had that all, a lot in go ruck events because people were at all different fitness levels and you want to bring everybody together. Uh, but man, like, you know, that work might not be possible for that person. I, I love the way you put it. Like, Hey man, you can't fake the effort. Right. And, and you shouldn't want to, because that's what you're putting in. That's your currency. And that's what your investment is. Yeah, the uh, it's the two things, you know, we're all dads here. Uh, and one of the things I tell my kids almost daily is there's two things about today that you own, your attitude and your effort. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, anything could go sideways and you got to work even harder to make it right uh, or to make it fit in, in, in whatever context you need it to fit into. But you can control your attitude and your effort. Um, it's like an F3 parlance when, when I show up at 530 or when the pack shows up at 530 and I'm in charge, my goal is not to waste any of their time. Like you rolled out of bed, you may have had a hard day yesterday and now you're here. I signed up to queue or you signed up to queue. Don't waste time. Make it something that I walk away from saying I put in work and it's only 615, right? Um, I, I'm, I'm speaking to the master here, right? Because one of the, anybody who is enrolled in Go Rock Tribe uh, knows your name, knows your face, has seen your videos. Um, you're responsible for putting together a monthly challenge. Uh, by the way, loved April's challenge. The Apache runs were uh, were powerful, but that workout and understanding uh, partnered with the book, uh, which was Breath by uh, 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 Nestor, James Nestor, uh, phenomenal pairing. But the workout was, was, was great. 
very, uh, I wouldn't say it's a complex workout, but it certainly got the point across of, hey, do all this stuff. And by the way, you got a mouthful of water and you're not allowed to spit it out. Uh, so you got to think about some things you don't think about often, AKA your, your breath. Um, for guys, you know, one of our, our core principles is that we, we lead in a rotating fashion. We have no professional training when it comes to what we do. Some guys may, but the majority do not. So as the guy who is responsible for putting together monthly workouts for, uh, for tens of thousands thousands of people that are enrolled in tribe and, and then everybody else who's in SRT with you. What do you think about when you dial in a workout that will push people to their limits, but also not just destroy them where they don't want to show back up? Great question. Uh, I believe in programming, uh, simple workouts where you don't need harder workouts. You need to go harder in your workout, right? That's a classic uh, Greg Glassman, you know, the founder of CrossFit phrase is we don't need to do all these 10 different parts. It's all about intensity and you manage that yourself, right? And for this workout, breath, right? Breath work, focusing on that. That workout before was extremely difficult for me because I had a, a deviated septum, got it fixed. But man, like, you know, if you struggle with that or if you've never had to think about it before, it adds a whole new element. And so for guys that are just coming into the training realm that see, you know, you can stack reps, you can do 250 of everything, right? And like go forever. And, and that's going to be really complex, but simple is sophisticated. And so if you can do that, but, but still meet the intent and that, that should be the goal. One of my big, best things as a trainer is when somebody says, man, like that looked really easy on paper, but boy, it handed me my lunch. And I love that sentiment because we've all had it. Uh, but that's when you know that, Hey, well, all these levels of fitness from the bottom guy to the top, they all could get something out of it. And, uh, and so for guys that are just getting into it, like that should be the goal, right? More isn't always better. Better is better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the more effort you put in, the more you get out of it. Right. It, it's like, uh, we just came through the the Easter holiday. And it's like, how do you understand the true meaning of Easter if you don't appreciate the suffering of, of Good Friday, right? Um, and I know a lot of guys across the nation did a lot of uh, uh, of cross rucks and put a, put a log on their shoulder and made it really significant in a lot of different aspects of their life. When we dial it into the first step, it's like, look, you put on your own socks and shoes, you rolled out a bed, you got yourself here. Why are you going to stand around and do nothing? right? Mm -hmm. Why not put in that effort? Um, we got cafeteria after this workout, we can catch up on, on the latest humorings from the Johnny Depp trial then. And if you're paying attention to that trial, shame on you guys, you can go out and do 10 burgers <laughs> right now. Um, people, people still talking about that. And, uh, Chris, uh, Chris walk rock getting slapped. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> hey, live your own life, make it more exciting rather than living others. But, uh, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Some of the most memorable workouts, I mean, for example, the Murph, it's, yeah. it's three movements stacked and stacked and stacked. Oh yeah. And then you're going to run a mile on, a, a, you know, a sandwich, a mile on the front end and the back end. Um, that that's an incredibly challenging workout, especially for guys who are just getting after it. Uh, and it's three movements. Um, and you, and you got to deal with it. We just dropped the, the 10,000 pushups in May challenge. Uh, that's floating around on Twitter guys. We'll make sure it gets out on F3, uh, SWT this weekend, but sign up, be accountable, get a battle buddy, uh, and get after it, put in the effort. I mean, beach season is here guys. You can't ignore it anymore. <laughs> so if you're looking to be battle ready on the beach, then, uh, the time is now, um, DS, 
kind of a maybe a final question, maybe it'll expire something, inspire something else. But um, and you may have hit on it, so pardon me. But best practices or any advice you would give to guys who who I would say are signing up for the first time, they've been EH'd, they realize F three is free of charge, which means they don't own it, which means they need to pay into it in order to give it away. Um, but they're nervous about that first cue. What are some tips about stacking a workout uh, where they can be confident in it and also uh, push push the lone wolf out front too? Another great question. Uh, what I tell any new guy coming, the first timer is like, ask, ask some questions, get some mentoring. Like there's enough assets out there that if you're going into it with some concerns, there's no rules against saying against asking somebody that's been there way before you. It was like, Hey, what, what would you do? What did you do for your first event? And how would you make it different? And, uh, and that can ask three guys and then blend them in your certain way. Um, it doesn't take anything to say, get a couple hard claps and get, Hey, bring it in. Let's get started. Like cut the, cut the convos and, uh, and be assertive in that one manner. Cause man, whether it's like, you know, one single exercise, the old single movement mind funk, uh, that's funk by the way, is, uh, <laughs> just, just get into it. Right. And, uh, and ask for some guidance because guys want to lead the way. Uh, I don't know if that's something that other guys do, but like, you're not on the spot. It's not, nobody's trying to trick you up to see how you do this day. Like mm-hmm. they want to set you up for success, but it's that, uh, stepping into the leadership role. How does any leader get there? Well, they watch a bunch of dudes ahead of them and then put their plan together and, you know, mix and match pieces. Uh, that's, that's what I would tell a, a new guy. Perfect. Italian job. Any final thoughts from you, bud? Yeah, man. If I were to summarize this entire conversation, I would say do hard things. Real, real simple. Do hard things. Um, Michael Easter is an author. He was actually at Sandlot Jacks and he wrote a book called the comfort crisis and in the comfort crisis, he talks about something called a Misagi challenge. Uh, it is, it's a challenge that only has two rules. One, make it really hard. And by really hard, I mean it has more than a 50% chance that you're not going to complete it. So make it really hard. Rule number two, don't die. That's it. Do hard things. Don't die in the process. Do hard things. Because if you're willing to put that work in now, it's almost like the down payment for the future You know when things if they do materialize, you're ready because at some point you're going to need to be stronger physically. You're going to need to be stronger mentally. You're going to need to control your emotions. You're going to need to take the stress and dig into the pieces that need to be dug into at that moment. And the only way you can be ready is to put yourself in those situations and those scenarios. And uh, so Kadri Diaz, he nailed every one of those things. Um, gosh, I couldn't have said them better. So uh, do hard things. Kadri Diaz is, is one DS is one of those guys that it's clear he does hard things. And when things start going south, the man's ready. So take a page out of his book. So that's, that's where I am on that TV. Really enjoyed the conversation. Cadre Diaz, thank you so much for being a part of our conversation today. Can I share one thing with that? Please. The first time I heard that concept, I was uh, 20 years old, just got to my first special tactics unit. Uh, and it, it was from our, one of our team sergeants, uh, Mike Stockdale. He, if you've read the book, oh, a couple different books referring to him as the Admiral. 
one of the first guys in Afghanistan, you know, doing the deal. And uh, he would say, man, like you, you got to rehack that every once in a while. You just get that kick in the nuts and it can't be all the time, right? Yes. We want to do hard workouts. Yes. We want to train hard, but that like every once in a while rehacking that I'm still hard. I can, and I can dig deep. That's not your morning workout, right? That's that uh, once a year or once every, you know, quarter where it's a real bad thing. And that's the goal of the Misogi. And it could take years to, to get to, right? Because it's a journey to hell to retrieve the Misogi, as he put it, uh, listening to Michael Easter, it was a journey to the, to the depths to retrieve his dead wife. And then when he got there, he realized that he wasn't bringing her back, right? She was a zombie. She was gone. And then if he didn't leave there, get out of those depths, which we've all been at, if he didn't turn around and exfil immediately, he was going to end up with that same fate. And so, uh, you know, for guys like it, you can't get to that depth all the time because you burn out, right? You get stuck in that depression, right? In, in the depths. But as Mike Stockdale would say, like every once in a while, you got to prove to yourself, yep, I still got it. And, uh, and so I'd encourage guys to do that. And if you need help finding things to do, by all means, hit me up and, uh, and I'm happy to help you point you in the right direction because uh, i've got a long list of things that suck real bad but you can achieve them <laughs> through hard training and uh, and focused effort yeah outstanding man this was perfect timing uh, you know spring is is popping up all over the east coast and now across the country slowly um you know it's everybody it's kind of the great awakening for the whole planet right um I, and i was reminded you know this past week you you po posted a picture cadre of uh you and your son on the beach tossing like a football field but straight up in the air um and it was just that reminder of why why i know i enlisted in f3 of why i do what i do uh and, and that's to be there to dance the night away with my daughter at her wedding right and and cut up a rug and um show all those tiktokers how it's really done but i gotta be <laughs> i gotta be in gas station fitness to really do that and to to also lay the line down for my son of What's the example here? What, what's the apprenticeship I want to pass on to him so he can do better things than I did? Um, and and I, so I, I applaud you for putting it all out there on Front Street, A, just for being a solid badass, but also being a badass husband and a badass dad, um, because that's those are the things that, that matter. Those are the things that, that that's our legacy. Um, so good work on you. Thanks for carving out time for being a guest. Um, I know you just wrapped it up eloquently, but if you have any parting shots, the floor is yours. Otherwise, we'll sign off. Man, teamwork makes the dream work. I appreciate you guys uh, for everything you do. When you see a dude, like bring them, bring them with you, right? Invite guys, even if you don't have an AO, uh, right there, like make one, right? Starts with yeah. an army of one. Starts with starts with yourself, and then bring somebody else along. Like this is a journey that we're all on, and uh, I appreciate you guys reaching out, and uh, hopefully, a couple guys get something out of this and uh, can get after it. Absolutely. Awesome. Guys, if you're looking for awesome. DS, he's out there under Cadre DS. The letters DS as in Dan Skidmore. Uh, he's out on Facebook, Cadre DS. You can find him through Grill Ruck, uh, excuse me, Go Ruck, Go Ruck Tribe. Uh, he's out there and he's he's accessible. Uh, he loves helping people out. Uh, before we sign off, IJ, what's our challenge worth trying this week? So this challenge worth trying comes from Two Buck out of Mule Town. It's in Tennessee. He put it in the uh, Stuff Worth Trying Slack channel. He said a recurring thing that most men um, I do with life. We struggle with the spiritual, being the spiritual leader in the home. I was recently convicted over the amount of time I spent preparing for a beatdown, delivering an inspirational moleskin in comparison to the amount of time I put into being the spiritual leader of the family. I'm going to stop right there and say, ouch. Yeah. Hmm. Been there, been there, done that. 
I've recently decided to use the COT structure in the evenings at home. Announcements. What's going on in your life? What's coming up in the next few days? Prayer request. How can I pray for you? Or for those in your life that could benefit from prayer. Moleskin. Read a passage of scripture or perhaps share something that I've been inspired by. We just started this um, this week. And after leading a few times, I'll encourage my wife and my kids to lead in the same manner. Hopefully this encourages many of you as it is to me to step up my game. Uh, so here's a challenge worth trying guys. We put a lot of work into preparing these, these workouts and, and messages and, and to encourage the men in the, in the circle. Um, but when it comes down to it, are we doing the same things at home? And, uh, I've been guilty, um, to be completely honest, I've been guilty of the evening is here and I am cramming to make sure that tomorrow's workout is exactly what it's designed to be. And then I've got a word that'll encourage folks. And I do it all the while. My family is having, you know, we're all sitting down together and I am disconnected. Uh, and if you haven't had this conversation, if you've been to a grow ruck with me, you'll hear me say it. At some point, if you are as committed to F3 as, as many of us are, you will have this conversation with your wife that goes something like this. Sometimes I feel like you love those men more than you love us. Sometimes I feel like you're more committed to the men of F3 than you are to being the dad and the husband in this family. So I will say the challenge we're trying is why don't we, I don't know, pour the effort into our home life that we do into our cues in the mornings. Why don't we ask our families for announcements and prayer requests? Why don't we encourage them with a word, a scripture, something that's on our minds, something that can get them through the hard times? Why don't we be present when the moment is there? Because we're not guaranteed tomorrow. And I'd hate for someone to look back and say, he was a great F3 man. I would rather hear he was a great father and a great husband and the man that our family needed. So that's the challenge worth trying this week. Uh, and it comes out of, uh, out of Mule Town and Two Buck. So thank you for sharing that with us, TB. Love you, man. Thank you for this morning, for this recording. I'll toss it back to you to close us out. Awesome. Uh, best said, I don't need to say anything else. So fellas out the pod packs nation, uh, get after it, do hard things, uh, be good, but be good at it.